What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast, brought to you as always by SorrySports.com. Follow us on Twitter at SorrySports, on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. And like I just said, check out the greatest website in the world, SorrySports.com. Can't believe it, but it's that time of year again. Sean and I have our second annual football preview. We started off with the AFC. We went up and down the divisions. We picked our AFC champions to represent in the Super Bowl. I bet you can guess who that is. And then following that, we will have the NFC preview coming up. So enjoy the pod, and we will talk to you on the NFC pod. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sorry to Interrupt 2019 NFL Preview. We are back with you and we are leading off with the American Football League Conference. And we're looking forward to it. Um, The AFC, it's a conference that's very top heavy and there's a lot of room for debate. And we're going to bring it to you division by division. NFC is coming later in a separate podcast, but uh, this is year two, and we're really excited for it. Tom, how we doing, brother? What's up, man? I'm ready to go. AFC first. Yeah. So, let's start in the AFC East. This seems like a uh, foregone conclusion, but we're going to go with it, and it's New England, obviously, leading with the uh, with the Eastern Division, and to be honest with you, dude, I'm looking at the Pats and I'm thinking 11 and 5. How about you? I'm feeling the same. I think they're going to get the number 1 overall seed. Um if we're going 4 to 1 here, if um that's how we usually do it. Yeah. Um I mean, come on. Number 4 is Miami. Um what do they win this year? 3 games maybe? 3 4. Okay. Brian Flores is already in trouble. You know who's starting at quarterback for them this year? Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's it. They traded for Rosen. He'll start by like week three. You got to treat him like a rookie. But come on. What? Come on. You traded for him. He already started a year in Arizona. He started what a lot do you last need year, to right? see from Pitts, from Fitzpatrick? Dude. A couple more interceptions. It's going to be Fitzmagic for like two weeks. He'll get you excited. Yeah. But don't you want to see Rosen? I traded for him. I do, definitely. I do, too. This is a travesty. Absolutely. Awful move by Brian Flores to anoint Fitzpatrick as the starter. Is he a new head coach out there? Yes. This is his first year in Miami. Oh, yeah. from New England. Gase was the coach there in Miami, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, so they're going to... Easily be, if not the worst team in the league. Top three worst. Yeah. Up there with Oakland and um, Arizona. Okay, so New England, obviously, we're anointing as number one. I have them at 11 and 5. I didn't pick we'll a go record, from there. but I'll take that. All right, so let's go to the third-ranked team in the division. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Me too. Now, the Buffalo Bills are a team that they're really good on defense. 
Like, their defense is really good. They drafted Ed Oliver out of Houston to fortify that defensive line. I think they're really good. Okay? However, I got to see more from Josh Allen. And they surrounded some comparable parts around him. They got a good running back you this know, year. They went and cut Shady because they got the uh, rookie out of, I believe it was, was it Florida A&M? Yeah. Yeah, um, Florida I, A&M. And not, not, a, not a guy that you're looking at being like a real true I know Frenchy guy, didn't but, like him. No, but again, like Shady costs a lot of money and I think you just kind of have to move on from him, right? So you're looking at a team like Buffalo who says, okay, we're going to build around our defense and we're going to give our second-year quarterback pretty decent weapons. Marginal weapons. Yeah, not great, but good. And we're going to go based off of that. And I think they're probably a six-win team I'm going to say seven. Five seven or six-win team? You're going to say seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... For me, moving up to number two, I think this team probably gets one more win than them, and that's my New York Jets. I think Your. they're going to be – they are mine. They are my New York Jets, and I think they're going to be an 8-8 eight and eight team this year. Unfortunately for me, I'm – last year I think I went in, you know, with some crazy predictions and everything, and this year I'm trying to be a little more professional, a little more CEO-like, a little more realistic – so I went ahead and went eight and eight for the New York Jets. I think that's a pretty fair number. What say you, my friend? Yeah, I think seven and nine or eight and eight is about where the Jets are gonna sit. And you know I'm a Darnold guy. I I think very highly of him. I thought last year, listen, he was the youngest quarterback to ever start a season. And um he's got a, ro- a lot of room for growth. And to be perfectly honest with you. A lot of the weapons that they surrounded him with, most notably Bell, that's a guy that's going to help him a lot, not only in the running game, but in the passing game as well. I think highly of Darnold, so I think that he's going to take that next step. Listen, they were a four-win team last year. They finally put the hands of the franchise in an offensive mind in Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. And say what you want about Adam Gase, all of it's fair game. But this is a guy that knows quarterbacks, and he knows how to groom quarterbacks. You have a second-year quarterback who you believe is your franchise guy. You've got to give him the kind of mind that's supposed to evolutionize him, right? So, so there you go. Um, Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator. You kind of let him do his own thing. He was a former head coach with Cleveland and um, St. Louis, the old St. Louis Rams. And he's a guy that knows how to coach that defense very, very well. Now, one thing I didn't like that I saw today was oh, the just cut. We're going to do this. Joe huh? Polite. And listen, dude, that is horrible. You cut your third-round pick. Now, remember, the Jets didn't have a second-round pick, so this was their second pick overall. They cut polite. That's terrible. Now, they brought in Joe Douglas from Philadelphia after they allowed their former GM to make all the picks. And this is very Knicks-like. Not to bring it to the NBA. This is an NFL pod, but... Great, thanks. Terrible. Terrible. How do you allow somebody to do that? I've never heard of 
I, I really don't think I've ever heard of a third round pick getting cut aside from, you know, something. He didn't very even bad. start a regular season game. At he, least Darren Lee had four years before they cut him. I mean, he wasn't even running with the ones or the twos. He was playing with the threes. They didn't give the guy a chance, and he didn't even play on special they teams. They didn't give him a chance because they didn't see any reason why they should. That's the thing, man. We had Frenchie on our pod, and he was shitting on that pick. And he was saying, listen, you can't give a guy like this who has locker room problems and doesn't really have a real position in the NFL your second pick. And there's a lot of guys around him, both on the offensive and defensive side of the balls, that are going to have very good careers and a lot of impact in their rookie seasons. And you cut Ja'Kai Polite before he even plays an NFL game, that's really bad. Now listen, obviously Joe Douglas walked in and said, I don't like him, I don't want him. Greg Williams was clearly saying, this guy doesn't have a spot I, on our team. I read a New York Post article today, and I, it said that no one in the in the current regime of the New York Jets liked him. So right. inevitably which, which goes cut. to show, again, how do you let your former GM make those picks? It's terrible. It's terrible. It's a bad, bad organization, but we're trying to look ahead here. We're trying to look ahead. And we both picked them for our second team in the AFC East. I am not picking them as a playoff team. Hell no. I'm However, sorry. I'm rooting for them as a playoff team, but I'm of not Of course you them. are. However, I am looking at them as a team that's going to grow from a four-win team last year into about a six- or seven-win team this year. I will and be that's simply happy, because of Darnold. I I'll trust be a Darnold. i fan if they double up their wins. I mean, can't you can't ask for much more than that? No, I think an eight-win team is a is a very good season for the Jets. But I'm looking at them and saying, listen, if you win six or seven games, it's probably going to be because of the quarterback. And you know, I'm a fan of Darnold. He's your baby boy. You're right about that. I want to see something out of him and and see if he can lead a couple of games. And we know New England's going to win this division again. I have them as an 11-win team. What do you have New England sitting at? Um, I honestly think they're going to go 12 and 4. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that pretty much wraps up the Eastern Division. So for what the probably 25th year in a row, the New England Patriots win the AFC. And we do not have East. a wild card team coming out of that division. No, uh, both of us do not. Um, when was the last time the Patriots? 2008 was it the year Brady tore his ACL on the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, that captain? was Matt Castle's 11 and five season. Yep, yeah, when they didn't even make the playoffs. Right. All right. So, but that was like a weird tiebreaker year. Like Miami won that with 11 and five, but they had like a division lead where like mm. they nixed both the Jets and the Pats. So. Whatever, it broke the streak. That was it. Yeah, because we would be looking at like 20 something years if it wasn't for that. All right, so let's move on to the next division. What do we have after this? Let's go to the AFC North. All right, the AFC North. We'll go four to one here. Number four, I got a good feeling we're going to be in agreement on this one, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh yeah, they're they're in the market for the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, we'll throw them into that pool of four. Um, I mean, they did it. They they drafted a couple offensive linemen this year. I from what I remember. So Andy Dalton will have a little protection, but aside from um, Boyd, I don't really think he has anybody to throw the ball to. Joe Mixon's a very good Dude, running back, but Williams is already out for the season. Who? Williams, the first round pick out of Alabama, the tight he's end. out for the season. Oh yeah, I, or not the tight end? He's an all—he's a lineman, right? Yeah, 
He's already Left out. Left tackle. Out for the season. I didn't even realize done. that. Totally done. What happened to him? Torn ACL. Done for the season. Oh, that's just bad luck. That's just bad luck. Shit luck, but say what it is, man. I mean, that's your first round pick. He's done. He's not playing the game this year. To be honest, I don't think they would have been for much a pretty better. average quarterback, and we'll call him average at best. Yeah, no, absolutely. And AJ Green's banged up. Yeah. I mean, I hear some people saying he's going to be playing like week four. Some people saying week eight. Some people saying week twelve. Who the hell knows? I think he's a little washed. I think it's very incumbent upon what kind of record they have yeah. when he's feeling. I mean, they you know, really close to ready. Right? Aside from Mixon and Boyd, they they really don't have any weapons. Eifert, that guy gets hurt every ten minutes, and this defense has kind of fallen apart over the past couple of years. So. All around bad team. Yeah, no, they're not good. I, I really believe Frenchy has them as being his worst team in the NFL. I have them absolutely top four worst teams. I mean, you can debate Miami I, and maybe I easily, one or two others once we get to the NFC, but this breaks, team sucks. A couple bl- breaks left or right for some of these bottom four teams, and any of them could be the worst yeah. team in the NFL. Number three, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, I think you have them number two. Yes. I Give me your think, take on them. I think that an entire season of um, of Lamar Jackson, he's going to get figured out a little bit, and they're going to make him – defenses in the NFL are going to make him throw the ball. And he's not really going to do that well with it. He's not a very accurate deep ball thrower, so I kind of scratch my head. At oh, I totally disagree with you, dude. Deep ball throwing is actually what he does well. It's his, it's a, his intermediate throws that – Really but it's not like struggles. he throws it accurately. I mean, yeah, he can throw At it. At Louisville, he was very good on the deep ball. That was what a lot of scouts rated him highly for. I don't know. I just don't see him doing that well with Hollywood Brown making a good connection there. And but that's all- the combination that's supposed to work. Yeah, I don't think they should have drafted him, to be honest with you. Why? Because I think they should have got a more sure-handed wide receiver, not a guy who... But they brought in Miles Boinkin. We'll and see how he, they his do. next pick. Who is it? The more surefire wide receiver. They brought in two guys that are supposed to be different type of wide receivers now, to believe, specifically help Lamar Jackson. I believe that they signed Earl Thomas. Yeah, at a, at safety, so they're going to have a de- decent defense. But I just don't see this team being able to score in the modern NFL. All right. So what I'm taking from this is because I've already beat you in your argument. You're talking. You really think highly of Cleveland. I do. Okay. So let, Not me, tell you, let me tell you right now why you're wrong. So Cleveland, I have as my number three team. I am not buying the hype of this team. I do not like any of the sounds that's c- come out of Brown's camp. And to be perfectly honest with you, it has to do with my old friend Odell Beckham, who it's like when he talks about the Giants, it's like talking about an ex-girlfriend that like, you broke up with, but you're still bitter about, and you just can't quite shake it because you're not really that happy in your current relationship. All right. And that's what it sounds like a lot with Odell. Like, why are you chirping about the Giants still, bro? It's August, soon to be into September. Stop it. It's a bad like, look. I you agree. should be in a good spot. And also, he's hurt again. He's had a hamstring slash calf issue on his left leg which has prohibited him from practice. And listen, it might just be a maintenance thing, but I saw this enough time as my Giants fandom to understand that, okay, you call it maintenance until the fact that you're only playing 10 plays a game. Okay, 
Baker Mayfield. I put him in my tier four in the rankings, and people freaked out about that. Why? The dude won five games last year. He didn't win nine, okay? He lost a couple games that he should have won. I got to see a lot more from Baker Mayfield. I'm a fan. I want to see him be good. But again, he's talking too much shit about other teams. He said that thing in GQ about Daniel Jones and had to defend that at practice rather than talking about his own team. This team has a permeating smell and stink about it that all bad teams and overhyped teams have which is let's talk about other teams we're really in over our heads because all the fantasy people love us and the media wants to already anoint us as a top team freddie kitchens has never coached a game as a head coach in the nfl he's trying to give all this you know tough guy talk i don't buy it i think it's very fraudulent i don't think they're that good i think they have all the makings of a team that is a preseason darling that's going to translate into a regular season disaster. They have five, six, seven wins to me written all over. Wow, them. okay. Yeah. I have them closer to like eight and eight, nine and seven. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to be a but lot better But you think they're better year. than Baltimore? Yeah, I don't think Baltimore is very good. Uh, I see, could be wrong. I could be wrong. Listen, I, I like Harbaugh. I, I don't hate Lamar Jackson by any means. I think he's going to be able to run all over a lot of teams until they start trying to figure that out. I like their running group, and they're always pretty good defensively. Yeah, see, their defense is real good. And I also very much value a team with strong head coaching, which they have, and a team that's built on toughness and grittiness. And you bring in two guys in your draft class, Hollywood Brown and Miles Boinkin, two different kind of receivers one is a big play receiver in Brown. One is a possession receiver in Boykin. And they are both capable and very highly, you know, thought of receivers that are going to help out Lamar Jackson. You're Lamar right. Jackson is a deep ball thrower in addition to his running capabilities. You might be right. And I'll tell and, you what. And that's... I think that this is an eight or nine win team. And they are the second best team. And in my opinion, they are one of the two wildcard teams that's coming out of the AFC. All right, man. Listen, as a CEO, you have to be a well-rounded leader. And part of being a leader is admitting when you're wrong. I'm not taking the Browns out of the two spot because I feel like that'd be a little fraudulent. But you got me convinced. Your argument, you were right. I was wrong. So I would, I, I'm going to say the Browns are going to finish two. Let me ask you a question. Does this Browns team have the kind of feel around them that just seems like this is a team that's never been good and there's right. too many reasons people are buying in when there's no real reason to i believe too much in the hype and you're you're right it seems like a lot of false fodder there's just a ton of talent on that team no there is don't get I me mean, wrong there look, is nick chubb may very well lead the league in rushing this year um, obviously you have the LSU boys with Landry and Odell Beckham, and then you have a really strong tight end in Njoku. They have a lot of good defensive pieces as well, but I mean, the two LSU boys could single-handedly ruin this, this locker room. Oh dude, totally. And again, like I don't look at Odell as a leader. I look at him as a great player and I wish things had worked out in New York for him and for the Giants. 
But I've seen enough of him to just be like, the guy's kind of temperamental and he's not a leader. And I look at Baker and I'm like, listen, I was very impressed with certain things I saw last year. But like people really ran away with him. Odell Beckham during comps to Kyrie Irving? Ooh, did that hurt your feelings? Ooh. No. Kyrie Irving's I a think champ. there actually are. I take it back. Kyrie Irving's got a ring. Kyrie's got a ring, but I do think that like these are guys that really want to be leaders that might not be leaders. However, basketball and football are two very different sports. And when I look at football and I look at a wide receiver being a team leader, that kind of scares me. Unless it's Fitz. Right, but but Fitz is a totally different personality no, than Odell Beckham. And, and Baker Mayfield... It's not even his leadership and his personality. Man, I just got to see him play better. He was really good, but remember, he stepped in for Tyrod Taylor, who had stepped in for 17 quarterbacks in like 13 years. So I got to see a lot more before I can just say, yeah, you're we're, we're putting you in the Super Bowl. People are putting them in as a Super Bowl favorite. Get me let's the pump, fuck out of here. Let's, let's pump the brakes. All right, there. so we're both in general consensus then that Pittsburgh's the NFC or the AFC North winner. Why do you say so? Getting Brown out of there, that was a little nutty, especially because, I mean, I forgot because it seems like so long ago. Remember when Pittsburgh was fighting for the playoffs and the guy didn't even play the last game of the season last year? To try yeah, and get into Cincinnati. The playoffs? He just was a no-show. That was a little nutty. I mean, the Le'Veon Bell thing hanging over their head. I'm happy to have him as a Jets fan. I think he's really going to help out Sam Darnold, but I'm also happy to see him out of Pittsburgh for this pick because I just think he was a major distraction last year, and James Conner was really overshadowed by that because he had a great year. He had an incredible year offensively. The only thing I do worry about him is, is he going to be able, because he got hurt at the end of the year, is he going to be able to maintain that throughout a 16-game regular season and then however far they go in the playoffs? Yeah. But if we're just looking at it from the regular season, I think Big Ben's going to have something to prove. I think Juju's going to have a big year. They got some good tight ends down there. And that defense will always play. They drafted a big defensive player this year out of Devin Bush, out, I don't Michigan. Even, yeah. And Great pick. And he's supposed they to They traded be, up um, for him, dude. I mean, that was a guy that they thought years. Cincinnati was going to hone in on. They wanted to jump them to make sure they mm-hmm. got him. And I think he's going to be a big time pick. They always have a really good defense. And I like Mike Tomlin. How can you not like Mike Tomlin? Yeah. I mean, even in their down years, like that's he's never a team... had a record. He's never had a losing record. Right. Ever. And that's a team that you just feel good about. And when I look at the entirety of this AFC North, I'm just thinking, okay, Cleveland has the hype machine and Cleveland has all this momentum, but they've never done anything. Know who has Pittsburgh. And do I think they're a Super Bowl contender? No. no. I think they're maybe the third or fourth best team in the AFC, especially now that luck is gone, especially when you go to the AFC South. We'll talk about that. But they're not better than Kansas City, in my opinion. They're not better than New England, in my opinion. However, they are still a very a very strong team. Nobody likes to go to Pittsburgh in November and December and have to play them. Devin Bush was a really good pick out of Michigan. Say about him what you will. Okay, Davinovich probably caused most of the sacks at Michigan when Bush came over. Sure. Okay, you can call that what it is. You know what he is? He is an elite 
athletic linebacker who has played in the Big Ten, which is a defensive conference. I think Pittsburgh moved up to know that it's either us or Cincinnati that gets him, and we are not going to let a division rival draft this guy. This is our guy. Pittsburgh, historically, has been strong in the linebacking court. It's time to move from that and to the next chapter. I trust Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. They're my AFC North winner, and they are yours as well. Absolutely. So going backwards, we got the Bengals. You have the Browns at three. I'm going to keep the Browns at two just to not be a fraud, but you convinced me on the Ravens. You have the Ravens at two. And easy agreement for both divisions so far with the nor- with the North and the East. New England and Steelers, number one I don't think we went off one. on a limb to say that New England was the AFC East winner. No, but I mean – at that point, you're not you're not trying to do a hot take thing. You're just being an asshole. Well, like that's my thing. Like, who would ever who who says the AFC East there's a better team than the Pats? Like, not right nobody. now. Hopefully in three years. All right, let's move to the South. Now, this is a very interesting division, and it kind of was even when Luck was supposedly going to play. Yeah, he's obviously retired. We had our take on that on our Monday rundown. So, Tom, where do you see the AFC North or North? South. Sorry, South. Racking up. Number four, I have the Titans. Yeah, me too. You know, I I really wouldn't be surprised if you look around at like week six if Tannehill's starting at quarterback. I'm just so far out on Marcus Mariota. It might be because of injury or it might just be because the guy sucks. Um, This is going to be a really run-heavy offense. It really could be a combo of both, dude. Yeah, well, (laughs) that too. Absolutely. Um. This is going to be a really run-heavy offense. I think your boy out of Alabama, the big giant guy, Henry, I think he's going to get a lot of touches this year. Um, I mean, they're a fantasy fucking nightmare. Is Delaney Walker going to be any good coming off that injury? Is Corey Davis going to do anything this they're year? They're counting on him. Well, yeah, he's a first former first-rounder. Of course they're counting on him. But, I mean, I just don't see many points coming out of this offense. Period. I think what it comes down to is the quarterback, and neither you or I are high on Mariota. No, I'm much higher on the other guy, which we will find out in the NFC preview. Moving on to number... Th- you have them four, too, I'm Correct. guessing, right? We don't really have to talk much about that. No. All right, moving on to number three, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I think that... I don't want to say with Andrew Luck they were a Super Bowl contender, but I definitely would have had them as either a one or a two seed in the South, probably the one seed... I don't hate Jacoby Brissett as much as others. I think he's a serviceable quarterback, but I think he puts them at like eh, seven and nine, six and ten range. Um, they still have a lot of weapons. Um, they definitely improved their team over the past few years with the new GM, Marlon Mack, and and a few other guys to go around. But I I just obviously I think Andrew Luck was kind of the straw that stirred the drink. So I think the Colts are gonna end up third. In a decent year, but and maybe there will be some promise shown from uh Jacoby Brissett, but I just think with uh, the two teams that I have in front of them in the division, they're just gonna end up third. What about you? This is where it gets dicey, because like both of us totally agree that Tennessee sucks. I'm going to surprisingly put Jacksonville at three. You got Nick Foles in tier four, and you're going to put Jacksonville at three. Correct. Hmm. Um, now, 
that Bleacher Report article on Fournette, I don't know if you saw it, but it was talking about how he basically exiled himself for three months and went through like a Rocky style of training. I fucking love it. That's what had me put them too. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I love that too. And I think that... Not to mention a quarterback that can actually throw the football. Yeah, I mean, he's an upgrade from Bortles. You got him in tier four. What are you talking about? I got the paper right in front of me. People can hear me waving it. Right. So, I think that... They just re-upped a big linebacker. I think that he is a better quarterback than Bortles. Duh. That's not a hot take. However, I'm looking at that team, and I'm like, they just leave, to me, a lot to be... A lot to be more expected of. Like, I, I feel like they're a team that's underwhelming. I feel like that the defense, although it's very talented, come, sometimes comes up short. Foles has played great in big moments. I get it. We all do. But for a full season outside of Philly, he's never done anything. I think he's got a new swagger. And we're just giving him this, hey... Okay, you're a Super Bowl title quarterback. Like, do we know he's any better than what Jeff Garcia was? I know Jeff Garcia never won a Super Bowl, but every time he was given a starting job, he kind of fell on his pants. Same with Fitzpatrick. I'm looking at Foles. I'm like, I got to see you put together a full season. He hasn't done it. All right, so make the case for the Colts at number two. Okay. They're very talented. For the Colts, and that's exactly it. Brissett... I'm not in love with. I think Foles is slightly a better quarterback. However, I think the supporting cast on Indianapolis is better than Jacksonville. Now, people are going to debate me and they're going to say, oh, but look at Jalen Ramsey and look at that defense and look at Leonard Fournette coming off of this, you know, down year and he's ready to prove critics wrong. Okay. And I might be wrong, but I have a better feeling about Indy. This is a team that's down. I like Frank Reich as a head coach. I have a really good feeling about that offensive line. Brissett is stepping into a much better position than he did two years ago when he filled in for luck when he was out for the season with a torn labrum. And I'm thinking, okay, this division is so hit or miss. I'm not saying that Jacksonville is a two-win team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Indy's an 11-win team. I'm probably putting Jacksonville at six, seven wins. And I'm probably putting it in the eight or seven. And I just think they're slightly better. I, I trust Brissett. I don't think he's going to make as many mistakes. I think he's going to manage a game well. He's definitely got a and better offensive line. Than the old line helped. And that's ago. the thing, right? Like this new GM has come in and he has fortified that offensive line. They gave him. They gave Andrew Luck prior to his retirement something that he had never had, and now Brissett can step in and feel a lot better about the rest of that team. And I think he's okay. I don't think he's a bum. Got some weapons too. Right. Marlon Mack, Ty Hilton. You they said it too for why you picked them as your third team. So I'm gonna pick India as my second team. I've got Jacksonville as my third, which means both of us are picking Houston as our number one. Why is Houston your AFC South division winner? I'm a lot higher into Sean Watson than you are. I think he is going to be huge this year. I think he's going to finish runner-up in the MVP. 
Um, there was a trade made today. I think they gave up a hell of a lot, but if you're just looking at it for the players that they got, Laramie Tunsil as well as Kenny Stills, I think they gave up a lot. I think they gave up two first-round picks. Correct. I don't think Kenny Stills, maybe Laramie Tunsil, but I don't think Kenny Stills is worth a first-round pick. But looking at the roster that they have, Kenny Stills gives them the deep ball threat. Um, Duke Johnson gives him a decent running back. I think they need to get another guy in there with Lamar Miller out. Tunsil's going to help out that offensive line for sure. And even with the trade of Jadavion Clowney, they still have a pretty smash mouth defense. They have a pretty good defense and their wide receiver. They may have one of the deepest wide receiver cores in football. I mean, obviously led off by, um, what's his name? Deandre Hopkins. And then you followed up with Will Fuller, Kiki Cutie, and Kenny Stills. That's pretty formidable. Oh, it's very formidable. And to be totally honest with you, man, I just I'm kind of just no picking them by default. Yeah, I'm I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they're they great. They have that first playoff game again written all over it. ABC 330 that Saturday. I don't know. I got them higher. I got them higher than that. I have them as a nine-win team. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to get 10 or 11. Okay. Either way, I mean, like, are they a team that wows you? I'm not. They're not even close to a Super Bowl team for me. No. Right. No. So Watson wows me. When Watson is good, he wows me. But the rest of that team. Now, I picked Watson to win MVP last year. He broke your heart twice. We get it. I'm an idiot. The Clemson thing and the MVP Don't get me started on his college days. But, however, I, I am and was a Deshaun Watson fan. However... That kind of comes with an asterisk because he's hurt a lot. You're right. And that scares me. Now, they won a boatload of games in a row last year with Savage and a couple other quarterbacks filling in for him. I just think they're better than the rest of the teams in this division, especially now that Luck is gone. The defense is still impressive. You've got Watt. I know you traded Clowney, but you fortify that offensive line, as you mentioned. I think Laramie Tunsil, I mean, listen, again, Watson's been hit so many times. They saw what went on in Indianapolis. You played him twice a year. You don't want to have to see your quarterback that you invested a first-round pick in have to go through what Andrew Luck went through in Indy. Oh, God, no. So... You're going to do everything you can, right, to make sure that offensive line is good. You have a Duke Johnson who's a nice running back. You have Fuller. You've got Hopkins. Now you have Kenny Stills. I think that for Watson, it's just give you that comfortability, give you a little bit of a pocket that you can either move around in or sit in for a little bit longer. They've had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL for the last few years, and it's not even close. So Laramie Tunsil, he's an upgrade over anybody else that they've had at that position. He's going to make them better. I'm curious as to why the Dolphins traded him. I think it's just simply because the Dolphins want draft capital, dude. You can have a great left tackle, but simply... What does that do for you if you're a team that probably doesn't even really buy in on Rosen? Fitzpatrick's going to start, so Rosen, you're going to feed him to the Wolves, 
and they're going to use a shit ton of draft capital and buy in on a quarterback and offensive line. And within a year, they're probably going to do a total overhaul. Yeah. But for Houston, you don't have that luxury. You have your quarterback that you believe in anyway to be your franchise guy. So now you buy in to a Laramie Tunsil, a Kenny Stills. Both of those players give you an upgrade in offense. You're helping your franchise quarterback, your perceived franchise quarterback, and now you run and roll. I think that this is the team that's going to win the AFC South. I don't think greatly about them heading into the postseason. I never really do. However, this is probably the best team in this division, and as I said before we analyzed them, just by default. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're definitely right. All right, let's move on to the AFC West. I got to say, I have a feeling you and I are going to be in agreement across the board on this one. Ooh, maybe. Number let's four, say. Oakland Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I do like their first round, one of their first round picks this year in Josh Jacobs. How could you not? Roll Tide, by the way. I have a hot take on college football coming for when we get French on the pod. It's money. Um, but aside from that, I think the uh, clearly the Antonio Brown thing is going to be a shit show because it already is a shit show, right? And when you go from having a Hall of Fame quarterback that's still pretty fucking good, and by the way, threw for over 4,000 yards last year and Ben Roethlisberger moving down to Derek Carr, you're mad at Ben Roethlisberger? I wonder what you're going to do to Derek Carr or David or whatever. Is it Der- it's Derek, right? Yeah. All right. I was right. Um, Look at you with the names. Thank you. Uh, I do like the pickup of Tyrell Williams. He's a nice deep ball threat if Derek Carr can get the fucking ball to him. They got another tight end that said he was all up on pills and shit in Jacksonville, and and now he's clean, and supposedly he's really hot. Picked him up for my fantasy team. But I don't think this team is going to be a good reality team. They got the safety. Did he come from Alabama too? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but I just think this team's going to suck. I don't have any confidence in this team. And why would you? Listen, they're hard knocks for a reason. So when hard knocks comes around and asks for teams, you have to be a bottom-of-the-tier team. And they passed over the Giants and one or other team. So they went to the Raiders, which makes sense. So last year in Oakland, they're prepping for their move to Vegas. You have Antonio Brown. This team's a complete and utter shit show. You said everything. I don't need to be redundant. There's nothing about this team that says, hey, we're going to surprise you. Derek Carr to Antonio Brown, he's going to be losing his shit on the sideline. And one of the most concerning things, not just the helmet bullshit, but he said prior to his trade from Pittsburgh to Oakland was, I don't really need football. I like it, but I don't need it. That's not something I want to hear from a guy that I just acquired. Now, they got, with Andrew they Luck only traded the third and fifth round pick for him, which people are like, wow, what a steal. It's not a steal. That means that value. there was nobody else that was going to give anything close to that for Antonio Brown because they knew the circumstance, and the circumstance isn't good. We don't feel good about the Raiders. There's no good reason to feel anything positive about the Raiders, so... Neither of us will. I'm interested to hear who's your third team in the AFC West. The Denver Broncos. Okay. Um, 
I just don't. Th- quarterback's important, and I think Flacco's toasty. I think he's done. I like their defense. I think Bradley Chubb may lead the league in sacks this year. He might be close. Obviously, Von Miller is Von Miller. There's nothing else to say about that. Um, they have a good running back corpse. They have a couple of good wide receivers, and they got the tight end Noah Fant. What was he from Iowa? I think. Yeah, he was there. He was Iowa's second tight end. Yeah, one of those Midwest. Hawkinson went to Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's gonna have a fucking great year this year. Wait till we get to the NFC. That should be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, talk about it. the NFC is gonna suck this year, aside from a couple of teams. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think Flacco's gonna be able to do it. It's a quarterbacks league and. I just don't see them being better than the number one and the number two teams. What do you think? So this is going to surprise you. I've got to go out on a limb on a couple of teams. The NFC is probably going to be a little bit more telling just because it's like the AFC. Like there's just, you can't try to have a hot take. You're just going to sound like an asshole. I'm going to actually take the Chargers as my third team. I don't like the injury to their secondary. That's the only, That's the thing that scared me. Their their defense the player is you can't very have, worrisome. The one player you can't have get hurt on that defense is Derwin James. Right, and I think he was reported out for the year. He's today. done for the season, my man. Yeah, so foot, I I so. don't like that. And ah, shit, you're right. Their defense wasn't great anyway. Now I will tell you this: Do I have more confidence in Philip Rivers than Joe Flacco? Yes. However. I think Vic Fangio was the greatest head coach hire by a team aside from Gase to the Jets. And the only reason wow. I say Gase to the Thank Jets you. is because they finally gave a Off- franchise quarterback an offensive mind and a quarterback guru, quote unquote. Well, but we'll you see. gave right, but you gave a Denver team that has always prided itself on his defense, even in their Super Bowl seasons. Yeah, they had Peyton Manning. But those defenses, especially in the season where they beat Carolina, that was a pure defensive team. And you brought in the best defensive mind in the league right now to handle that team. I think Vic Fangio for Von Miller and Bradley Chubb is going to just do a complete number on teams. And I know their secondary is a little bit thin, but I just have confidence it's going to get better. And it's simply due to Vic Fangio. I didn't know what the Bears were going to be last year. I mean, yeah, you bring in a Cleo Mack, that makes everything easier. But he made Eddie Jackson a pro bowler, and he really handled shit there in Chicago. I think he's going to do the same in Denver. The question I have about the L.A. Chargers is simply, doesn't Rivers eventually have to take a little bit of a step back? He's been awesome. And I am a Phillip Rivers guy, despite the fact that he's never won a big game or had the ability to win a big game. However, he's a regular season guru. The guy knows how to put up yards, and he knows how to win games. I just feel like eventually we've already seen Drew Brees take a little bit of a step back. I feel like Rivers is going to be the next one, right? So, I I don't know. Denver is going to kind of be a surprise team of mine. It would make sense to go chalk and put the Chargers in there, but I'm going to go with the the Broncos. So, I'm going to have Chargers 3, Broncos 2 for the reasons that I just explained, which means that we clearly have the same pick at number one in the West, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. I mean, what the hell do we have to say about this team? 
Is they have the best quarterback in football. You see, they just got shady. Yeah, no, he'll be he'll be a nice addition to that running back corpse. I don't know how much he'll play. Damian Williams is probably still the clear cut starter. Uh, we'll see if Tyreek Hill can keep his ass out of trouble. But again, you still have Travis Kelsey. Sammy Watkins is still there. We'll see if he can be a deep ball threat. And do you know who plays quarterback for them? I've heard of him. He threw 50 touchdowns last year. 50 touchdowns and like 5,000 yards. His name is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's him. He's probably, he's on track to be the greatest quarterback ever. Literally. I mean, it's only been one year, but I, Jesus Christ. It also guys. helps with the rules that he has in the newfangled of NFL. Course. But He's listen, he is, porch, a, old man. he is so fucking good. And you know what? I didn't pick him to go to the Super Bowl or, or you know win the Super Bowl, but I'd really like to see Andy Reid get over the hump. It'd be nice. I mean, get over his forever. Because he's a little chubby. Good one. Thank you. Very, very smart and uh, hysterical. It's 11 I'm working on I, it. I, um... Yeah, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are the number one team in this division, and I'm picking them to go to the AFC Championship game round two against New England. All right, so why don't we look at the playoff picture, my friend? Let's uh, let's work our way up here. So who's your sixth seed? Well, I'll tell you right now, my two wildcard teams are going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. Okay. Okay. And I, I just feel good about the Broncos. I don't really have a real reason why. <laughs> I just feel like Flacco's gonna have a little bit better year and I think Fangio taking care of that defense. I, I just have a good feeling about this Broncos to team. Be, to be honest, man, that's that's kinda how I feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars who I have as my sixth seed playoff team. Okay. I'm just feeling them this year. I think with the improved quarterback, I think they're going to be a playoff team. And then my my fifth and uh, number one wildcard team is the San Diego Chargers. L.A. Chargers to you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry about that. It's, this is year two. Actually, year three. Get this right. Uh, I'm working on it. They need to move back to San Diego. They're not going to. They don't even to. have any fans <laughs> there. <laughs> All right, so we'll go four to four to one for our division winners. Number four, I have them obviously out of the NFC North. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. AFC, AFC, whatever. The Pittsburgh Steelers are coming out of the AFC North. What about you? Who's four for you? I'm yeah. guessing Houston. Oh, I'm Steelers? actually taking Houston. Yeah, it's four. Houston four out of the South. Yep. I'm taking Pittsburgh out of the North. All right, so give me your seeds four, four through one. Okay, so I'm going to take right there Houston 4, Pittsburgh 3, Kansas City 2, New England 1. Just flip-flop, I think Houston has an excellent year this year. I think MVP runner-up is Deshaun Watson and Coach of the Year runner-up is Bill O'Brien. So I have them finishing third, two Chiefs obviously, and number one. I don't want to say it. I mean, like... When we did our picks last year, I was like, just give me New England until they suck. And they won the Super Bowl again. So I'm like, I have no reason to go against them. And I do think the Jets are improved. And to be honest, I think the Bills are improved. I agree with you. I don't think they're they're awful teams. However, like... not the Patriots. They're just not the And the Patriots, honestly, on paper, are a better team than last year. They drafted some defensive players. They have better defensive players. And Nikhil Harry... They have an offense, a wide receiver. They're going to give them a big, big asset What's down he, the field. And Sony Michelle's going to be better this year than he was last year. And Josh Gordon, I mean, knock on wood, maybe plays a full season this year if he can get his head. Listen, I know Gronk he's, is out. He's gravy. And, but Gronk really wasn't a factor till the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
the Pats make anybody out of gold. So like, I mean, listen, I just I just want to see I just want to see a team knock him out and I can't see anybody knocking out Bill Belichick. The I only, just can't. The only position they're significantly weaker at this year than last is tight end. Right. And it's not even that significant. They're significantly better at every other position. Yeah. Um, Brady, as long as he stays upright, which you know that is their priority, you bring in a Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State, you have Sony Michelle in year two out of Georgia, you've got Edelman. Edelman's going to have a big year this year. I I just don't see what you can look at with them. You have James White still. I don't look at anybody out of that team where I'm like, why aren't you the AFC winner? I, I, Absolutely. I don't have a question about them. And as a result, the New England Patriots will be my representative out of the AFC, beating the Kansas City Chiefs for a second year in a row. However, this year it will be in Foxborough. I agree with you completely across the board. I had the Patriots as possibly an 11 to a 12 win team. 12 and 4 sounds about right to me. Yeah, I have them at 11 and 5. I think they'll have a few slip-ups, but I think Kansas City is about a, t- a 10 and 6, 11 and 5 team simply because I have Denver coming out of that division as a wild card, which means that they'll probably lose the a three game teams, to them. The three teams in that division, aside from Oakland, obviously, could eat. Yeah, do you, do you see that the, char- the Chargers smoked them last year on that Thursday night game? I could see the Chargers beating them for one out of the two this year. Absolutely. So I have the same thing. Chiefs and the Patriots um, playing each other in the AFC Championship game this year out of Foxborough. And I have the New England Patriots moving on to the Super Bowl. Now, last year you took the Chargers. You tried to be cute. What changed your mind this year? Was it just like, I'm not going to try to have a hot take? I just, I'm a veteran this year. I, I, I was like, fuck, Sean looks so good being right. And I'm trying to. I mean, you come on here to be right. You don't come on here to take a wild hot take unless you're really, really feeling it. Well, you could be Ryan Hollins. Yeah, I could, but I don't want to be. I'm and, glad. Um, we wouldn't be partners if that was the no, case. No, and, and last year, you know, I was first year doing it. I, I wanted to go out on a limb and look like a genius. And this year, I just want to be, like, smart and be the, be right. And, and until the Patriots can, you know, prove me wrong, then... I'm going to stick with New England, especially because they look a lot better on paper this year than they did last year. I said that last year. And last year year they won the fucking Super Bowl. Dude, I said that last year. I was like, I don't even have a rational reason other than the fact that the Pats, and like, they'll just figure it out. And people are talking about like the Pats are so much better this year than last year, and they, uh, they won the fucking Super Bowl. I know. It's crazy. It is. But... That pretty much wraps up our AFC preview. We'll be back with the NFC preview. We're probably going to release these back-to-back so you can just listen to them right on through. As you should. As you should. Um, and we will have some... We're also going to release our picks on sorrysports.com. So make yes. sure you follow us. Um, also follow our Twitter and follow our Instagram. Tom, at sorrysports, at sorry underscore sports. And shoot us an email if you'd like. Sorrysports at yahoo.com with your picks. You can do that as well. At the end of the next pod, we're going to obviously pick the NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl, and then we will have our awards ceremony as well. And we got to figure out that bet still. Now, we're going to announce our 
bets for this year. I, it's still too warm for me to jump in anybody. No, order. it's coming in November, December, my man. Yeah, absolutely. I got that uh, EY jersey ready for you. Thank you. I want to make it worth it. I'm going to be saving up my pennies so we could donate some money to um, a charity that means something to Sean and I. But I'm ready for you this year. I already thought of a bet. I, hope I can't you wait. Too. Is the sperm bank open all year or what? Oh, oh yeah, that's already been announced. That's okay. that's our best that's our best segment, Sperm Bank Pick of the Year, and I'm gonna be doing that all this pick year. Pick of the year. Sperm Bank Pick of the Week, excuse me. And as you can see by my AFC previews, this year I'm taking it a little bit more serious. I'm locked in. I can tell. Let's right. go to NFC, my man. We will be back. Um hope you enjoy the pop. <laughs> 